Hello, welcome back to Talitha Koam. I'm Jordan Britton, and today I'm going to be talking about why you should never, ever date a narcissist. I know what you're thinking. Um, a narcissist? Really? Like, what do you mean by that? Well, a narcissist, their behavior is basically obsessive, controlling, um, stalking, if you will, and that all leads to their inner issues that they have within themselves within themselves and they have a lot of trust issues so narcissists can be pretty scary and whenever I think about a narcissist I think a lot about the Taylor Swift song where she says I never trust a narcissist but they love me and for me that is true uh I have dated at least two terrible narcissists um I shouldn't be so mean but they were they were legitimate narcissists and some uh, some of their behaviors that I saw, I will kind of just briefly tell you. Um, they can be obsessive and controlling. Um, they can call you nonstop, text you nonstop, social media stalk you nonstop. They will try every outlet of social media to get in touch with you. Um, and a lot of times these narcissists have trust issues. So for example, uh, if you want to go on a girl's beach trip, your and your boyfriend isn't okay with it that that's there's a little bit of a red flag there because if you are in a committed relationship your boyfriend or husband should 100% trust you that you're not going to do anything um you know I like to tell my friends that my mom and dad uh my dad he always encourages my mom to go take her girls beach trips and they 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 love their time together but they also need some time apart and when they get back together it's so much more special for them and so basically you know my mom goes every year on her girls beach trip and she's got two other girlfriends and their husbands don't mind and and they're all in committed relationships they've all been married for a long time um and so basically you know when i was in college i was dating this guy and I said, I really just want to go on this girl's beach trip. And he was like, what? He's like, what? Like, he was astounded that I wanted to go on a trip to the beach with just my girlfriends. Because in his mind, he thought I was going to cheat on him. And so, therefore, he had a lot of trust issues. And I never cheated on him. Uh, and I never got to go on that girl's beach trip while I was dating him because he was so controlling. Um, and another thing with that relationship, you know, I, I had after about eight months, it was my limit. I was, I was fed up and I knew at eight months, I said, uh, -uh, this isn't, this isn't working anymore. But basically, um, you know, prior to the end of those eight months, probably about month six, I tried breaking up with him. Like, and I say try because I legitimately said, I want to break up. And he's like, no, 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 we can work through this. We can work through this. And this happened. I'm not kidding you at least 10 times. Um, to the point where I felt I couldn't get out of it. And I, you know, and then, then they can kind of brainwash you a little bit, kind of think, making you think like, oh, maybe we can work this out. Maybe this is normal for couples. But um, the red flags just kept coming. And finally, finally, I ended up breaking up with them. And I'll get to that at the very end of this podcast. But, you know, that narcissist dude that I did date, <laughs> one of them, um, you know, at one time I 
told him that I had committed to a babysitting job. And he got really upset with me because I didn't pass it by him first. But we didn't even have any other plans and I needed money. I was in college. And so for him, you know, for him to be like, I just wish you would, you know, like tell me before you commit. And I'm like, okay, I'm not your property. Um, I don't need to necessarily tell you like before I make this commitment because I, I mean, technically you are still a single person. Yeah, you're in a relationship, but you're not married and you're not engaged. So, and it's babysitting children, like my goodness. So, um, that was another quality I saw in him where it really irritated me. He tried, he started, it was the controllingness that got just out of hand. Another, uh, I would say red flag that you will see with narcissists are late night texts. Um, and him only texting you when he's ready, um, you know, say I texted, say I texted, uh, this was with a different guy, but like, say I texted this guy at, you know, 10 a.m. Well, I don't hear from him for a few days. And then I hear from him at like 11 o'clock at night. That exact thing. And then it's obsessive. Um, it's a lot of texts and they're drinking obsessively. Um, and you just know, and, or they call obsessively. And they, they can be very blunt and rude and it, it comes off in a really bad way And because they do mean it in a bad way. They mean exactly what they say. And they can, again, brainwash you. They're, they're good at trying to control you and your mind and all that stuff. Um, this, this other, the second guy that I did uh, date that obsessively texted me when only he wanted to, um, he would text other people. He would be on his phone for so much of any coffee date, anything we did. And it finally got to the point where I was like, why are you on your phone so much? And he'd be like, oh, a friend needs me. But it was like, you're on a date with me. If, if you like, it was just, it was so rude. And so now anytime I'm on a date, I do look to see if the guy keeps his phone in his pocket or if he has it out, or if he's on it. Um, I want to know if he's intentional about this date. And for me, this other red flag sign was that this guy was just addicted to his phone. And I know that everybody is on their phone. I, I get that. But there is a time and a place where you can put it away and you can really be intentional with the person sitting across from you. And um, so I would also say one other thing about narcissists. Why do narcissists pretty much uh, become obsessive and why do they get what they want? So why do they take advantage of us? Um, I would say for me, um, I am definitely very sweet and something that I have learned is to not let people walk all over me. So essentially, narcissists go after the easy bait, if you will. They go after what is so easy for them. And for me, you know, I I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I always look for the best in people. You know, I went as far as to look up a look up um an article about, you know, should you date a narcissist and why? And some of these articles were it was pretty funny. They were like, you know, it may take a special person to deal with a narcissist. And if you can deal with the, the with them, props to you, you've got to be 
the head dog in the house because you can't let someone control you that way. Um, and so basically, um, those were some signs you can tell. Um, and once it gets to the point where it becomes, um, a little dangerous, I would say, they know where you are, all that stuff. Um, how do you handle it? And so how do you protect yourself? For me, what I had to do was I had to block those two different guys off of my phone. These, you know, I dated them at two different points in my life. One was at 22 and one was at 26. So basically I had to block them and I had to tell my friends about it as well. Um, and so I blocked them through text messages and every other form of social media to where they could not find me and they didn't know what I was up to. And that made me feel 10 times better. Um, but you know, as time has gone on, uh, I didn't want to be fearful of them. And so overcoming my fears took me some time and, but I also knew I didn't need to be stupid. So with one of the narcissists, um, I ended up meeting him for coffee, um, about a year after I saw him last and I had told my friend about it. Um, and she knew where I was. She knew what I was doing. And I called her right after to tell her how it went. And the reason why I even met up with him was for myself. I needed to overcome my fear of even seeing him again. Cause you know, you live in a, in a state where you're probably going to see him pretty, you know, maybe here and there, if you're in the same kind of community groups, um, especially through church or wherever. <laughs> um, and one thing God really laid on my heart though, through these relationships was that, you know, and, and it made me realize I'm not perfect at all either, but it also made me realize that those people who hurt you to pray for them. And it seems so backwards. And, you know, looking back, I'm like, you know what? I, I really hope that they can find someone that can handle them and someone that they can help hopefully at some point in their life. So basically praying for those who persecute you. It does say that in the Bible and it sounds totally backwards, but, um, and it, you know, the more you pray for those who have hurt you, it really, uh, takes away that, um, I don't know the, the, anger I guess you feel towards them it really makes you stop and let go of that and say you know what I know life is crazy I know you know I know that I've made mistakes I know that we're not all perfect but I'm gonna pray for them anyways like what is it gonna hurt to send up a great prayer to the Lord that they're gonna be okay and they're gonna get whatever help they need um, or whatever spouse they need that can handle them. So uh, that's just a little something I learned. And that is my uh, take on why you should never date a narcissist. Unless you are absolutely 100% sure you can handle them and you are going to always be safe. <laughs> Have a great evening. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining me.